The message you're about to listen to is produced by Sierra Iso Media. Praise God. We began a series two weeks ago on how to take your business to the next level. We learned that we live life in levels, we arrive in stages. Can you remember? In Romans 1.17, the Bible speaks of the fact that faith grows from one level to another. From faith to faith. In 2 Corinthians 3 verse 18, the Bible tells us that we are changed from glory to glory. God never intended for you to be in one sport. The Bible says that part of the justice of the shining light that shines more and more unto the perfect day. You see that? So it's important we realize that God's dream for us is progressive increase, not stagnation. Say progressive increase. Excellent. So, God shows us in his word how to move from one level to another. We read John 10, 10. Jesus said, I am come that he might have life and have it more abundantly. In Genesis 26, if you read from verse 12, the Bible says, And Isaac sowed in that land, and received it in the same year and hundredfold. And the Bible says the Lord blessed him. Then he says, And the man waxed great and went forward and grew until he became how? Very great. See that? So where you are right now is not your destination. God has something better for you. So I get a better amen. amen. Very, very important. That you realize that God wants you to go further, be better, and have more. Say amen. amen. And we talked about expanding your vision. We said clarity is one of the most important keys to success. Number two, we said enlarge your thinking. We said when you elevate your thinking, you elevate your life. Can you remember? And uh, we looked at how to broaden your thinking. So we said to A, fresh revelation, to B, meditation on the word of God, and to C, take a trip to see people and places who are doing or have done what you intend to do. Number three, increase your wisdom. Increase your wisdom. Your success, your prosperity, and your influence will rise or fall to the level of your wisdom. Your success your prosperity or your influence will rise or fall to the level of your wisdom. According to the Bible, wisdom is a destiny decider. Wisdom is a destiny decider. In Proverbs 4 verse 7, Proverbs 4 verse 7, it says wisdom, it says wisdom is a principal thing, therefore get wisdom. And with all thy getting, get 
understanding. Verse 8. It says, exalt her and what? She shall promote you. You see that? And that's why we say your success, your prosperity, or your influence will rise or fall to the measure of your wisdom. Every influential person in Scripture, from Joseph to Jesus, were people who functioned in the wisdom of God. Every successful person, from Joseph to Jesus, was someone who functioned in the wisdom of God. Why? Because wisdom decides your effectiveness. And your effectiveness decides your income and your influence. Wisdom decides effectiveness. And your effectiveness decides your influence and your income. Are we together? It says, exalt her and she shall promote thee. Then it says, she shall bring thee to honor when thou dost what? Embrace her. Next verse. It says, she shall give to thine head an ornament of grace. A crown of glory shall she deliver to thee. Say amen. Hallelujah. Are you all there? Okay, now let's look at this in Luke 2.40. This is where the Holy Spirit taught me the importance of wisdom. And the child waxed grew and waxed strong in spirit, filled with wisdom, and the grace of God was upon him. Now, the word grace here is the Greek word charis. Charis means favor. See? If you want an increase in favor, which guarantees success, which guarantees influence, which guarantees prosperity, then wisdom must increase. See, because favor is what guarantees effortless success. Favor is what makes progress possible. So when your favor, see, let me give you an instance. You're, you're moving at the level of life. You're moving, you experience the level of success at this level. And you find that to go to the next level is difficult. Why? Because the level of wisdom you need to approach here is unavailable to you. So you ask God to increase your wisdom, which increases your favor, and you move to the next level. You see that? So one thing as a Christian businessman you've got to ask for is wisdom. See? Why was Solomon the, the biggest thing in his day? Because he asks for wisdom. See, wisdom is very, very important. That's why wisdom is very, very important. Very, very important. Very, very important. All right. It says, and the child grew and walked from the spirit and says, filled with wisdom and the favor of God. Give it to me in the ESV. ESV. It says, and the child grew and became strong, filled with wisdom and the favor of God was upon him. See, look at verse 52 now. 52. It says, And Jesus increased in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and in man, with man. Notice that for favor to increase, wisdom had to increase. See? Because if by favor you, you get something and you lack wisdom to manage it, you will lose it. So God sets the order. You say, oh, but, but Joseph found favor before Pharaoh. He found favor before Pharaoh because this Joseph had, by wisdom, solved Pharaoh's problem. So he could manage it. See, we like to ask favor, which is good. But many times, 
you got the contract and never got it again. Why? Because you lacked wisdom. Are you following me? So wisdom is so important. First Kings 4, 29 to 31. Solomon had asked God for wisdom in, in First Kings 3. And God said, there'll be no king as great as Solomon before and after. And God gave Solomon wisdom and understanding exceeding much. Can you see that? And largeness of heart, even as the sand that is on the seashore. He had so much wisdom. Next verse. And then he says, and Solomon's wisdom excelled all the wisdom of all the children of the east country. That is um, the Middle East, the Asian wisdom. And all the wisdom of Egypt. That's African wisdom. Next. For he was wiser than all men than Ethan the Hezrite and Heman and Chalcon and that are the sons of Mahal. And his fame was in all nations round about. If you're going to take your, your business to the next level, it's so important that as an individual, you invest, you invest, you invest in wisdom. Most people don't. You don't ask God for wisdom. They look for money. If you have money without wisdom, you will drop down to zero. See, every, your life right now reflects the measure of wisdom you possess. 88% of the most influential people in the world read something every day. 88%. 88%. From Bill Gates to Mark Zuckerberg. From Warren Buffett to Jeff Bezos. See that? Wisdom. Now, what is wisdom? If you look at it from the strategic business perspective, wisdom is strategic insight. By this, we mean wisdom is doing the right thing How? At the right time? For the right reasons? And for the right persons? That's wisdom. You can go into business, for instance, as an individual, and um, you're selling a product it's a great product, but you're selling to the wrong people. There are certain things that will not fly in Bayelsa. There are certain things that will not fly in America. If you say you want to start um, selling sushi in Bayelsa, you won't sell. But you want to sell bole and fish with stew, Big jeeps will pack and come and, whoa, come on now, man, I'm hurry, hurry. Rich and poor will be there. See? Now, but if you take a sushi restaurant to Japan or you have it in um, America or somewhere around maybe South Africa, you make some money. But by Elsa, 
wrong place. Wisdom is strategic insight. See, a strategic insight. I remember when Bill Gates first brought out the first stop. I told you the story. Nobody wanted it. It was a great product, but it came out at the wrong time. And another person has strategic insight. His name was Steve Jobs. He gave first what we called the iPod. And so many music inside. Then the iPod became the iPod Touch. Then the iPod Touch became the iPhone. Then the iPhone grew bigger and became what? The iPad. He has brought the tab at the right time. See, you can be doing the right thing at the wrong time. You can bring the right product at the wrong time. It's a good product. See, so wisdom is strategic insight. Give us, to, give us uh, Ecclesiastes 8 and um, we'll begin from verse 4 downwards. It says, where the word of the king is, there's power. And who may say unto him, what doest thou? Verse 5, look at this. It says, whoso keepeth the commandment shall feel no evil thing. Strategic insight. I listened to a man of God speaking about a woman who became very influential in the water industry. And the Holy Spirit, before the economic meltdown started, told her to pull out of certain countries. Because she was wealthy. And she pulled out of those countries. And um, even the big magazines in the world said she made a bad decision. And she pulled out. Then, when the meltdown came, every other person had a loss. She didn't. They asked her, how did you do it? She heard from God. Strategic insight. That's what the Bible calls the Holy Spirit, the spirit of wisdom. Many business people don't follow the Holy Spirit. They follow the money. What am I investing in? See, he doesn't ask the question. He wants money. So you put your money like this and like this. See, that's what a lot of people lose money. I just got a contract with Shell and um, they said I should supply pipes and um, I have uh, two million and um, the, the contract is to bring 150 million. If you can just help me with um, half a million or or one million or two million, when it, when it comes back, I'm going to give you 50% of whatever you put inside. Loan truth. Shell gave him contract. Shell could not give him money to fund the contract. Then you go and hustle money. So take, so you can move the pipes. Now your money has entered pipe. You lack strategic insight. You were not thinking. And that's why I told you um, what they, they said. They said only 2.5% of the world is creative. The whole world, only 2.5%. Then they said that 5% of the world are thinking. Only 5%. 15% think they are thinking. 80% are not using their head at all. They are not thinking. Shell gave you a contract. Shell. Shell. And you have two million. Then you need someone to put half a million or 
put some more millions in there. Shell, you did not think. Because the greed blinded your eyes. If you can, if you can raise five million from your uncle as a commissioner and from the from from the governor and others, just raise some money, just say you have investment. By the time this money comes, oh boy, your own don't make that more. You can raise the money. Apostle, please pray. I invested in one thing and now I don't know where the money is. Everything has gone. You're calling me to pray. Did you call to ask questions before you started your business? All those are MMMs. They are Ponzi schemes. Hello, my name is Jerry. How did you get my number? I met some, we met somewhere at uh, Arita Lane two years ago. Did you ever go to Arita Lane? Then you know, say, there's a deal I have for you. I just want to say, please don't tell anybody. Let us greet. Why should I not tell anybody? That's why you lose money. You lack strategic insight. You pray for God. You ask God for wisdom to fill you with a spirit of wisdom. So there are no losses in your life. Because when wisdom is working, you minimize your mistakes. You minimize your losses. Hallelujah. They say, they say salt is the move. You go start salt business. Oh yeah, now move start. Then you start salt business and now salt is not moving because everybody is selling salt. Strategic insight. Steve Jobs looked at the market when he produced the first iPhone and he showed his friend. The friend said, no keypad? He said, no. No keypad. See, said, how are people going to use it? They would type on the screen. Say nobody will want it. He said, don't worry. They will want it. Almost every phone in this world right now has no keypad. Strategic insight. So when you think of patents, you can imagine how much Apple makes from every phone that has no keypad. See? Most of the time, we don't think things through. He says, a wise man's heart is about time and judgment, time and methodology. Wisdom is doing the right thing at the right time. They tell you that the wealthiest people are ready for their day before 8 o'clock in the morning. They are ready. Before 8 o'clock in the morning, they are ready for the day. Those who pray have prayed. Those who studied have studied. Those who exercise have exercised. Those who listen to audio sessions have finished your audio sessions before 8 o'clock in the morning. Mark's a poor person. It starts listening from 8 o'clock. Start reading from 8 o'clock. I couldn't read my Bible at home, so you carry it to the office. There's religious persecution. There's foolishness. The wealthiest in the world make 4 o'clock, 3 o'clock in the morning, 5 a.m. in the morning, and prepare. The poor wake 6 o'clock, 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock in the morning. 
So you can tell if you're rich or poor. The poorest people, they watch at least five hours of television. So you can see the rich watch less television. Because what you have to invest in to make the money is time. See? So the, the poor man focuses on entertainment. He watches how many matches. Every month. He must watch all the matches. All. He must watch all. And sits down from 11 o'clock to the evening. He's amongst the poor. So he has a lot of money. Did he work for it? Or is in politics? No, talk to me now. They said, only 3% of the richest people in the world watch reality television. 3%. That means 97% of poor people watch reality television. You see, Nana? Only 3% of the world's richest people, only 3%. Watch ready television, but enter homes. They don't. They don't vote out. They don't vote out. They, 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 they will never shake the world. It may shake their locality, but leave the world alone because they lack strategic insight. Is this helping anybody? See. Someone says something, said, to become rich, you need to think like rich people and do what rich people do. That's what I'm teaching you. Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise God forever. It says a wise man's heart does enable time and judgment. It knows how he's going to use his time. Next verse, verse 6. It says, because to every purpose there is judgment, there is time and judgment. Because to every purpose, every intention, there is time and judgment. It says, therefore, the misery of man is great upon him. Why is he suffering in business? He lacks strategic insight. Why is your business not doing well? You lack strategic insight. Have you sat down to look at where your, your, your shop is? Is it close to people who want your product? Have you thought about it? Are you reaching the right audience? Do you know there's some products or concept you have? You're going to put them on Facebook. then you reach most of the people who have little value for time. But if you want to reach the influential, you put it on LinkedIn. See that? 
So you've got to know which platform am I going to use. So you want to reach such people. You want to sell a product. Put it on Facebook. But you want to have a business idea that is big. You want to reach the influentials in this world. Then put it on LinkedIn. Different audience. Say strategic insight. That's what wisdom is. That's what it is. Doing the right thing at the right time for the right reasons. That's what wisdom is. So you got to think it through. You're a businessman. What, what platforms am I going to use? See? You, you're into music. You sing. Okay. Produce a single. Put it on YouTube. Put it on Vimeo. Vimeo reaches more of the Western nations than African nations. YouTube is for the whole world. Vimeo will reach you, give you the American space. See, you got to think. You know Vimeo? Hallelujah. Tell someone, think. Yeah, think. That's what wisdom is. Such an insight. Wisdom is also creative ingenuity. Creative ingenuity. In other words, you are doing it the way it has never been done. I told you the other day, I said there's a difference between creativity and innovation. They tell you that if you're going to lead in any sphere, in any field, you must have good leadership skills, then a competent team, which is your staff, not looking at that yet, then you must have creativity and innovation. See, with creativity... You're doing something the way it has never been done. Right now, Apple is the most profitable company in the world. Right now. Your business, you sit down to think. In what way can I do this thing? quicker and get it to the people faster than my competition. In what way can I do this? Everybody has an eatery. In what way is our eatery going to stand out? See that? You think. You think. Most of us are not thinking, we just copy, just copy, just, no, think. Because you want a share of the profit more than that other person. Think, how can I do this thing? I do laundry. How can I take this in higher? Have you sat down to look at your business? How can we do this thing the way it has never been done before? You sit down and think. 
There's something that um, John Maxwell said. He said, thinking precedes accomplishment. Thinking. They asked a man and said, how do you achieve what you do? He said, I think. Peter J. Daniels, I think. One of his lectures I was listening to said, I think on paper. I think. You take a piece of paper and you write it down. How am I going to do it? Can I do it like this? No, 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 no. You go online, does this today? The person that does it like that is in Lagos. This is Bayasa. That's very far. It's not a competition. You think. Don't just be doing your different the same way, the same way, the same way, and expect a different result. That's insanity. Think. How can I present this thing in a way it has never been presented before? You think. Bill Gates' mother called him. Bill, I read it in Time magazine many years ago. I'm, what are you doing? I'm thinking. She gives him some time. She calls him again. Bill, what are you doing? I'm still thinking. If you had been thinking, you'd have gone far. Because you don't think. I was sharing with our people how we don't think. And I said, do you know, they said that uh, the way you brush your mouth for the first years of your life is the same way you've been brushing your mouth? And I said, it's true. Every time I want to brush, I put my brush on this left side. The same way. And you bet the same way you've been betting the first 30 years of your life. They're proving that that's proof that we don't think. If you, when you, if you are the one that when you bet is rub your head, it's your head. As you start, as you carry the water, it's your head. If it's your chest, you start with, it's your chest. If your stomach is your, wherever you ever, check it. If you use those batting, bathing bowls, you will notice that if you throw, no, some people, they do three. One, two, three. That is what you do every time you want to bet. I rest my case for today. Thank you for listening to this message. As we preach the full message of this new life, our goal is to raise a people who are like Jesus by exposing them to the influence of God's word and his spirit in an atmosphere of love so that they may be able to take the love of God, the word of God, and the healing power of God to every individual within their sphere of contact. For more information on how you can get other messages by Apostle David Wiley Fesso, visit us at Charismatic Renaissance International Church, Kilometer 9 and 10, along Isaac Boro Expressway, Birubulu, Yenegua, Bioso State. You can also visit our website at crichurch.org. Follow us on Facebook at Charismatic Renaissance or call 0803 382-7072 or 005-120-4708. God bless you.